The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about illusion. Uh, But before we get into all that, if you'd like to support the ongoing creation of the Infinite Spark of Being and all that that entails, you can do that at theinfinitesparkofbeing.com, where you can find the links to uh, the books, uh, which there is the third one is on its way. I'm working on it now. T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, art prints. There is also a link to the Patreon page where you could pledge $1 or $5 a month of kindness to the infinite spark of being. Also, if you are in the South Florida area, I will be talking and teaching at the Metaphysical Healing Institute of Palm Beach every other Saturday evening starting in December and into the future, whatever that looks like. If you're following the infinite spark of being on Instagram, you'll see more on that. So here we are, illusion. Let's get started. recap up top. Um, You are soul. Um, The soul or you has a subtle body and you bring that subtle body with you from birth to birth. Um, That subtle body is also known as the mind or karma. Um, Karma being what the mind is attracted to or averse to. So you could also think of karma as your curriculum. Um, The mind looks for certain things and finds those certain things, and that's our experience. We experience this all through the mind. So if we want different experiences, we have to change the mind more accurately, the subconscious mind. And uh, in the near future, I'm going to do another episode on changing the subconscious. Um, So that change that we're looking for can happen due to our efforts where we are knowingly reprogramming it or programming it uh, and changing it. Or it can happen naturally due to a philosophical shift in the way we view ourselves and the world we live in. Uh, And those changes often come through taking up a spiritual path. Now, one of the cognitive faculties of the mind or subtle body is language. Um, language is symbols 
and the mind uses these symbols to tell the body how to feel. Um, and these symbols can be sight, smell, all touch, sensation, all these things. But right now we're talking about language. So let's look at a few symbols. Um, the first symbol would be the word and the sound of the word illusion. Um, illusion is a thing that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived or interpreted by the senses. And remember, when we think of senses, we often think of the five senses, but we're also talking about the nervous system, right? Or these other senses that people claim to have. Um, perception is a way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting things. And I find this very interesting. If we're regarding, interpreting, and understanding the world around us, then the old saying that says perception is reality is a pretty accurate statement because all we do with the mind is regard, interpret, and understand things. So you could say that when you've uh, misunderstood something or someone and were perceiving an intention that was not there, you were experiencing an illusion. So what if, um, what if you had a philosophical point of view or a belief, belief being something that is obviously unquantifiable, and this belief caused you a lot of frustration and discomfort? And it caused this because of the perception or perspective it gave you of others, yourself, and the world you live in. But um, due to other circumstances and life being what it is, uh, you begin to adopt new ideas. Ideas that are more inclusive and compassionate, um, ideas that create fewer others and more unity and less duality. Then these new ideas begin to give you different experiences. You feel closer to others, more patient with others, more loving with others. And before you know it, you are on average happier in your day-to-day -day life doing stuff. Now, both of these points of view involve the mind. Um, they are both habits of mind, patterns of thought. They are nothing more than changes in the six cognitive faculties of the mind, judgment, perception, consciousness, language, memory, and thinking. This is a shift in consciousness, a change in the subtle body, a changing of karma. Now, both of the, those points of view, not saying they're good or bad, that's just two different ways to live. This one where there are others and they're all trying to hurt you might be useful to you at some point in your life. I don't know. I mean, to be honest, um, I understand how I got there from being a little kid that I got to a place where my subconscious mind was kind of wired to see everyone else as potential adversaries or threats. I get that. And to be honest, that was useful. I think it helped me a lot being a little kid and learning that you can't necessarily trust all adults. So um, which one is an illusion, right? Um, I was never messed with again, just for the record there. So which one is an illusion? You can see that, uh, um, that there's a lot of subjectivity in all of this. And just to refresh you, subjective means based on or influenced by a personal feeling, uh, tastes or opinions. Now look at the word perception again, very subjective. 
uh, when we are regarding, when we are interpreting, and when we are understanding, those are three very subjective things. So it makes you ask, or it makes me ask, is there anything that is rightly perceived by the senses? Even when we're both on the same page with something and we're both enjoying it, we aren't perceiving it exactly the same. Similar, probably, but not exactly the same. There are always going to be these nuanced variations in the way I might see something and the way you might see something. Um, when I enjoy or dislike something and the way uh, you might enjoy or dislike something. And, you know, before I get too far into this, my intention with this is never to be trippy. It's never to just be weird for the sake of being weird. It's to show you that our experiences of life are through the mind and they're very malleable. They're very subjective, right? Well, um, so we've all heard a lot of people say that life is an illusion. It's a hologram, bro. Um, most of these people heard it from someone that heard it from someone and are basically repeating a watered-down New Age slogan. Um, it gets used a lot because of the word Maya that pops up in Hinduism. Um, but, you know, like most things that get pulled into the New Age philosophical point of view, it's a bit misunderstood. Not entirely wrong, so don't get wound up. Um, it's just, you know, it's good to understand things a little deeper. Um, and, and the reason, you know, my motivation with a lot of this stuff is because, you know, at work, I deal with people that can't simply choose happy. Uh, they can't just wake up and decide it's going to be good vibes only. Some people have serious problems. They've experienced significant trauma that has changed the way their brain is working. Um, and it's our duty as compassionate beings to be patient and try to help instead of just feeding them platitudes that essentially make them feel less than. Right? When you say this to people, it makes them feel less than because they can't figure out how to just decide to fucking be happy, decide to stop having these massive mood swings or these manic episodes or depressive episodes. So we got to be mindful we throw that stuff out into the, into the, um, I guess, what's it called? The metaverse now? <laughs> so the word Maya in Sanskrit means illusion. It also means, um, I think, magic. Uh, myth, uh, forgetfulness is in there, I believe. Uh, the reason this is interesting to me is because Krishna refers to this as his maya. This is Krishna's illusion, God's illusion, something wrongly perceived by the senses. And that sounds very interesting, right? Like, why would God make something wrongly perceived by the senses? Um, so... There, there's a few thoughts that come to mind when I think of that. Um, for instance, when I consider particularly challenging or painful times in my life, in hindsight, they were absolutely necessary. Um, they had to happen. Um, if they hadn't happened, I wouldn't have made the changes that I needed to make at that time, changes that were vital to my survival in some way or another. And when I look at it that way, those painful, uh, those painful or difficult times were in fact grace because they brought me to an understanding that was in fact a gift. Um, 
And the reason I was able to uh, come to that understanding after those painful times was because uh, these difficult moments, um, they went through my mind. They were experienced through my mind. They were filtered through my consciousness, my, my mind's six cognitive faculties. I experienced them through the mind. And due to certain practices or philosophical points of view, I was able to see them a bit differently. Um, the reason I go back to my, my mom dying is because I experienced it with other people, right? Um, very rarely do we experience... Um, hardship in our life that is that is you know there's a group of people experiencing the same kind of thing usually it's just kind of us in our head but to watch others go through it namely my aunt um and the things that namely my aunt said leads me to believe that she was experiencing this very differently than me um anyway so but that's because the stimuli of mom dying is happening through my mind. Um, so it's the result of these practices, these, uh, these paths that we begin to see the true nature of things, the true nature of reality or the nature of the mind. Um, meaning that by taking up these paths, we begin to shift our consciousness and see the world differently. We see experiences differently. We have experiences differently. We begin to notice that there is a subjective nature to things and uh, that what we experience is the mind and as the mind changes, our experiences change. As our consciousness shifts, consciousness, a cognitive faculty of the mind, we begin to experience life differently. And just a brief recap on the word consciousness. If I rock back and forth in my chair, but then bump the wall behind me, I change the way I rock back and forth in the chair because now I am conscious of the wall behind me. Understand? My consciousness has shifted or changed and it has altered the way I rock back and forth in the chair because I have new information. I have information or knowledge. Uh, and these things change our consciousness. We do things differently. Um, another word that comes to mind with all this when I start to consider the spiritual nature of illusion, yes, illusion has a spiritual nature, is the word lila, which means play or sport. This is God's lila, as it's said. And um, that might have some sting or cause some confusion for some of you if you're living identified with the ego or from a place of dualism or punishment and reward. Um, You'll notice I keep bringing up the word God. The next episode will be on God and my understanding of it and how I deal with it, really. But um, through this, just kind of bear with me. I promise you that I'm building to something. Um, you know, that, of course, doesn't mean I'll make sense or be convincing, but, you know, here we are. So um, let me try to circle back around here. We are living... We are living within an illusion because we live within the mind. We experience the mind. That mind is connected to soul. Soul is connected to God and ultimately realizes that it is God. And at which point we cease to be soul and just merge with God. 
Um, we realize our true identity as Atman or soul. We begin through spiritual study and practice um, to live as close to that realization as possible in this body. And at some point, we as soul or Atman realize our identity as Param Atman Brahman God, uh, the Supreme Self, Super Soul, depending on who you ask. And then become one with God, Source, Brahma, Krishna, etc. Um, there's a lot of ways to look at this. A lot of people say a lot of different things. But um, the point is that eventually we follow the thread, pull it, and unravel the whole thing. So you see, um, as Atman or soul, we are still in dualism. We are still living in the illusion. And this isn't bad. It's just part of it. It's part of the class. Um, I really do see this as us being in school, by the way. Um, in school, you have to take all sorts of classes. Some of these classes uh, we like. Some of them we don't. Some of them you know, will matter later and some of them won't. But since we don't know which ones will matter, we have to kind of take all of them. Um, we have to be fully human and at times even embrace it. Um, if we reject our humanity and, uh, and everything that comes with being a human in this birth, we're still pushing and pulling. We aren't cultivating equanimity, right? So uh, due to, and let's go there. So uh, the omnipresence of God, um, because God is omnipresent, this illusion or maya is Krishna's or God's. And this maya is a lila, a play. This illusion is a play. We all have roles, the way an actor has roles. And we play those roles. Uh, we don't get attached to the roles because they change. We're actors on a stage, the stage of human birth. We have to love the role and embrace it. Um, it reminds me of those uh, soap operas where... Uh, they would swap out actors. Um, the narrator's voice would come on and say, today the role of Bill Houston will be played by Ted Tucker. <laughs> and then after, right before the actor entered the room. And I see it in my own life. It'd be like, uh, today the role of frustrated motorist will be played by Keith Welsh. <laughs> or more accurately, at this moment, the role of frustrated motorist will be played by Keith Welsh. Um, so we kind of float from role to role. And the way I see my role won't be the way you see my role because we're both in illusion. We are both ex experiencing our perfectly designed perception, our perfect illusion, our karma. Um, if we want different experiences, we must change our illusion. Um, and we do that uh, when we do that our part in the Leela kind of changes. Um, I can hear questions about truth and lies and all that, but uh, is an actor a liar? You know, ask yourself this, is the story you have about yourself true? Um, do you believe it? Maybe at one point you uh, had a less than positive narrative about who and what you were, so you changed it, which... So which was true and which wasn't? Or are they both just happening? Um, neither was true or false. You just wanted something else for yourself. You could ask, oh, which one was wrongly perceived? 
you see where this goes. You start to see how it starts to circle and get kind of folds in on itself. Um, do you see how loose reality can actually be? Our experience of it is not tight. Um, so I want you all to see the subjective, illusory nature of this birth and know that you have more control than you think you do. That, that's all I want. Um, and that's what all of those infuriating Buddhist texts are trying to tell you. That's what all of these, you know, that's what all of these texts are trying to teach us. So um, that's it for illusion. That's all. I hope it was helpful. <laughs> I hope that you find this beneficial. Um, as usual, if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to reach out. I'll always respond. Um, and don't forget, starting December, I'll be teaching every other Saturday evening from, I believe, 6.30 to 8 at the Metaphysical Healing Institute of Palm Beach. Um, and as I mentioned before, if you'd like to support the ongoing creation of the infinite spark of being in all of its facets, please do that at the infinitesparkofbeing.com where there's a link to the Patreon as well as a link to the books and other merch, you know, shirts, tank tops, posters, yada, yada. And as usual, don't forget, you can always reach out and talk to me. We're old friends. Don't be weird about it. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.